Well, for this talk this morning, if you happen to have an Easter egg anywhere to hand it where you are this morning, do go and grab it because we'll need that as part of this morning. Um, if you don't, that's absolutely fine. No worries at all. But if you happen to have one, that would be really helpful as well. Jesus rising from the dead. This is the most extraordinary news in history. Uh, uh, we are so excited to celebrate uh, this morning by exploring how people uh, celebrate this most amazing news from across the world. Um, but I want to start by asking, uh, did you know that the good news of Jesus, once he'd risen from the dead, the good news about Jesus and his death on the cross and his resurrection from the dead actually spread straight away right across the world. It spread through from Jerusalem out to the Middle East, through to India very soon afterwards, to Africa, uh, and then through Europe as well. Celebrating Jesus on Easter Day has been global from the beginning. And knowing Jesus has been something that people all around the world have known, uh, actually from the earliest of days after Jesus rose again from the dead. And this morning, we're going to start with uh, a quiz. Uh, and I'm going to just show you uh, some Easter traditions that celebrate the good news uh, from all around the world. But I'm going to test a little bit of your uh, geography knowledge. So adults and kids alike, we're going to be using a world map. Uh, and what I'd love you to do is in the chat feature, uh, when you worked out which country uh, you think it is, there's going to be a giant red arrow on a world map pointing to a country. Once you think you know what country that is, type it in to the chat feature so everyone else can see and then I'll reveal which country it is and we're going to explore all the exciting Easter traditions that go on there. So uh, are we all ready? Perhaps you can bang your table at home. So the first country I'd love you to try and guess is pointed with that enormous red arrow to what's a, a country highlighted in green. Can you guess which country that is? When you think you know, start tapping into the, uh, the chat feature at the bottom of your Zoom screen and we'll have an opportunity to see where you think that is. Oh, thank you, Pete, for that uh, sensible suggestion of East Africa. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> oh, dear. Kenya is not Kenya. It's very close. It's quite. And I can already see that the Morsleys have got the right answer. It's Ethiopia. Can we give a round of applause to the Morsleys? It's Ethiopia. Fantastic. Now, this country, Ethiopia, has a very long Christian history. Did you know that the first Ethiopian to follow Jesus is mentioned in the Bible? And he was a very important official. He was like the treasurer to the nation 
of Ethiopia is mentioned in the book of Acts, which is like the first story of the church after Jesus rose again from the dead. And followers uh, of Jesus in Ethiopia celebrate that Jesus is alive by coming together on Holy Saturday, that's yesterday, in their finest robes uh, and lighting uh, a candle or some other device uh, to in order to represent as Jesus rises from the dead and Easter Saturday, Holy Saturday, comes into Easter Sunday, they remember that Jesus rose again from the dead. Then they have a massive feast on uh, Easter Sunday with a traditional meal called Dorawat, which consists of, sort of spicy stick, chicken stew and injera flatbread, which is a wonderful feast for everyone to enjoy, all to celebrate that Jesus is alive. We're now going to look for our, our next uh, next nation. Now, this is pretty hard. This is an island nation. I'm going to give you a hint. An island nation. And often people talk about this island nation as forming a triangle, a triangle around this area. It's going to be quite, it's not Hawaii. That's on the other side, Pete. <laughs> the other side. Oh, I, can we give, uh, I have to say, that is very impressive. Can we give Jonathan Miles a big round of applause? Oh, it, his sister got it first. Bermuda, that is correct. Bermuda, fantastic. So in Bermuda, on Easter Day, and indeed in some other Caribbean nations as well, um, very colourful uh, kites like these are, are, are sent up into the beautiful sky to represent that Jesus, on Easter Day, he rose again from the dead. So these kites are all very symbolic of that rising again from the dead so well done keep a score of how many of these countries you're getting right by the way uh, we're going to have five countries in total so country number three this might be a bit easier to guess it's the largest landmass country in the world oh my goodness i can see already that the uh, the morsleys have come in very quickly on that one if you guessed it was russia give yourself a big round of applause well done that's very impressive so in russia uh followers of jesus uh make this what's called a, a cheese pasca it's a traditional Easter dish made from a curd-like uh, cheese, which is white, symbolising the purity of Jesus, uh, and also the kind of the joy of the resurrection, that candle on the top, celebrating the light and the joy of Jesus rising again from the dead. Fantastic. Then fourth of all, fourth country. Oh, now, can anyone guess which country this is? I, I think I think most of us should be able to get it. Thank you, Pranita, straight in there. India, fantastic. If you've got India, give yourself a big round of applause. Brilliant. Now, India has a very long uh, Christian history. Uh, the 
one of the very first followers of Jesus, a guy called Thomas, St. Thomas, uh, so shortly after Jesus rose again from the dead, took the good news of Jesus. He crossed uh, across the, the sea uh, on the well-known trade route to India to share the good news of Jesus. Uh, and he arrived in the southern part of India, particularly around the, sort of the Kerala region. And so uh, I'm drawing particularly on one Easter tradition that's quite strong in Kerala. So many Christians in Kerala and South India through the whole uh, month of Lent will only eat vegetarian foods and fast in other kinds of ways, not, not eat lots of things. But when it comes to Easter Sunday, uh, to celebrate like almost like a great big birthday celebration to celebrate that Jesus is alive. They'll have, a, to start with, a lovely breakfast. I'm just showing the breakfast. Uh, some lovely uh, appams, you can see just on the side of the plate there. Uh, and a, a chicken curry for breakfast with, with some eggs in it as well. Uh, and then the rest of the day is spent in feasting and celebration. And I have to say, I can't wait for Easter of next year because wouldn't it be amazing just to share together an amazing Easter feast with one another as well as our families. So uh, lots of feasting, very important. Now, last of all, we are going to go and look at our final country. So the big red arrow is pointing to that country highlighted in blue. If you think you know which country that is, uh, hint the river uh, Euphrates and uh, Tigris flows through uh, flows through this country. Uh, it's a very ancient. Oh, look at that already! Iraq, very good. Can we give the Muslims uh, a uh, a big round of applause? Now, what I'd love you to do is to put into the chat feature how many countries you got right. Then we'll explore the Iraqi tradition in just a moment. If we can go back one moment to the map of Iraq. If you put in your score out of five, oh, the Morsley's got five out of five. Oh, well done, Pranita, two out of five, that's cool. How about for anyone else? Oh, Hannah's got two out of five. Anybody else going to put in their scores as well? Oh, Jonathan Miles, four out of five. Very impressive. Very impressive. Well, I'd love you to all to give yourselves a big round of applause. You've all done very well this morning. But I bet you might be a little bit familiar with the Easter tradition that started in Iraq. So if we go to the next slide, that'd be brilliant. The first place in the world to start to celebrate Easter with Easter eggs were Christians in Iraq. Now, there is still uh, quite a sizable community of Christians in Iraq, even till this day. Just the other week, Pope Francis went to visit uh, the, the many Christians who still live in Iraq. Uh, and Iraq has had a very long uh, history of Christians right from the days just after Jesus rose again from the dead. And in a moment, we're going to explore 
why the these Christians in Iraq actually began this Easter tradition. Uh, but uh, I, I'd love you to kind of grab hold of your Easter egg. Perhaps if we could just take the, uh, the, the slide off so I can just see everyone again, that'd be brilliant as well. So put your hands up if you knew that Easter eggs actually started as a tradition in Iraq. Put up your hands if you knew that before. Oh, not, not too many. Now, uh, the original Easter eggs, sadly, were not chocolate. I know that's going to come as a great disappointment to us all. They were regular eggs that we would use to bake a cake today. But we're going to look uh, for just a few minutes why these followers of Jesus decided to use uh, an egg to celebrate Easter. And there are several reasons for this. First of all, uh, an egg was chosen uh, rather than anything else to celebrate Easter because eggs are where chicks come from, particularly around this kind of time of year, uh, and symbolise new life. And at Easter, we celebrate that Jesus rose again from the dead. And that's not just good news for him, because he actually offers new life to you and to me. And we can have a completely new start in life with God. The second reason uh, was that the original eggs, and perhaps, Rachel, if you could put that slide of the red egg on again, the, the first Christians uh, who started this Easter egg tradition actually painted the eggs red. And the reason they did that was because they wanted to symbolise that Jesus died on the cross and shed his blood. Uh, to save us from all of the bad things we've done in our lives, uh, to save us from all our shame and regrets, and so that we can ensure that we can know God and know some of that joy that we saw that Pranita had this morning. So the red symbolises the blood that he shed on the cross. Now, the final reason we're going to all need to hold up, if you've got an Easter egg, take it out of its wrapper, uh, take it out of its packaging, and if you can, crack your egg open. Now, uh, I don't know if this is going to work, but no, it's way too solid. It's too solid. It's too solid. Uh, here's the egg. But as you can see, my egg, to my disappointment, it's hollow. I don't know about anyone else, but does anyone else get a little bit sad to find that their Easter egg is hollow on the inside. Yeah? Does anyone enjoy like a Cadbury's cream egg which has got lots of nice stuff on the inside? Yes, I can see some thumbs going up there. Well, the reason that uh, the egg is hollow it is not because uh, chocolate companies are trying to sell us short or save some money. It's actually deliberate. Easter eggs, back in the earliest of days, when those first Christians had literal eggs, they used to put a small hole at the bottom and they would suck out the insides uh, to make it hollow. And they did that 
because the Easter egg is to sim is empty because it symbolizes that the tomb where Jesus was laid was empty. And so today on Easter Sunday, uh, Christians all around the world celebrate that the tomb is empty. And so we have empty Easter eggs to symbolize that though Jesus died and was buried, his tomb is empty and we can share in his new and eternal life. That's why our Easter eggs are hollow. But other than an empty tomb, how can we be sure that Jesus actually rose again from the dead? Well, he was actually seen by over 500 people uh, after he rose again from the dead. His disciples saw him uh, on Easter Sunday and you can just see the shock on their faces like what is going on this is incredible but Jesus didn't just appear to them he appeared to all kinds of people over the next 40 days even eating and drinking showing he was no ghost he was alive but today there's evidence even further over 2 billion people follow Jesus right round the world from every culture, from almost every country in the world. And as we heard from Pranita this morning, Jesus is changing lives today and transforming us all with his love. So today we celebrate Easter. And we can really enjoy our Easter eggs and because we remember that Jesus Christ died for each and every one of us to set us free from all the bad stuff in our lives and to celebrate together that the tomb is empty and that Jesus rose to a new life in order that we can rise both to a new life now and have a, a sure and certain hope of eternal life. And that is a gift that we can all receive. And that's something we can all receive today by prayer. So I, I'm gonna just pray uh, for anyone here today, perhaps uh, this might be the first time you've heard of the incredible love that Jesus has for you and the, the joy and the fullness of life that he's come to bring. Uh, if you'd like to pray uh, to receive Jesus, uh, Jesus who is alive, into your own life, as Pranita described in her own life. Uh, I'd love you to echo these words in your own heart, or you can say them out loud after me, wherever you are this morning. Let's pray, wherever we are, let's just close our eyes to pray. Uh, if you'd like to pray this short prayer, you'd be very welcome to after me. It's very simple, thank you, sorry, and please. Thank you, Jesus, that you died for me. I am sorry for the things I've done wrong in my life. Thank you, Jesus, you are alive and that I can know you forever. Jesus, I invite you into my life. Amen. Well, if you pray that prayer, you can be sure that Jesus 
has come in and we would love to explore more of what it means to follow Jesus. Perhaps you'd like to come and join us here on Sundays or to uh, explore a bit more as Pranita was describing through the Alpha Course, which begins in a couple of weeks time on Tuesday evening on the 20th. If you've been very restrained, do feel free to eat some of your Easter egg now, if you'd like to. Um, enjoy some of that Easter joy. <laughs>